Hello everyone, this is a personal synthesis podcast. With me is Dr. Nesh Popovic and today we are talking about openness. Nesh, can you please tell us what openness is and why is important to regulate openness? Well, when we talk about openness, often we think about open-mindedness, for example, or being open in a conversation with somebody and so on. However, these meanings of openness will cover later on in some other topics, in some other areas, such as intrinsic relationships or communication and so on. Here, the term signifies openness to experience, being open to the world, if you like, and being able to absorb things that are coming from outside. So it's openness to experience in general. And being able to regulate that openness can significantly affect the quality of our lives. So it's really an important area. And I just want to get a better understanding of that by using some examples. So, Bobby, how do you feel when you are open to an experience, when you're closed? What does that mean to you? Well, it's a good question because sometimes I'm uh, more open to some experiences. And sometimes I'm less open. For me personally, it depends on two factors. Uh, first is my mood, in what kind of mood I am. And it also depends on kind of experience or news that I'm exposed to. For example, if news or experiences are positive, I'm more open. But if that is something negative, more often than not, I'm trying not to hear that news Yeah. And why is that? Because you think that difficult experiences may have a negative effect on you, right? Is that correct? Yes. There are days when I'm fed up with bad things, with the pressure. I just think that more bad things will push me to close myself completely. Right. So closing down, it's in a way a protective mechanism. It protects yep. you, yep. which is not surprising because openness enables us to transform those external things and perceptions, if you like, into personal experiences. It allows us to internalize the external world. This is how we make an experience our own. And obviously, if it is something that is, if you like, a negative experience, and if we make it our own, it, it may affect us in a negative way. So that's why regulating openness is important. Some experiences can increase your energy, as you mentioned yourself, while some drain it away. So it's really important to learn to regulate in which situation we will open up and to what extent. Bobby, do you find difficult to regulate openness? I mean, is it something that happens spontaneously to you or you can consciously open yourself when you want or close down when you don't? More not spontaneously, but sometimes when something is very important, I'm able to regulate that. Right. You did mention earlier on that you consider yourself very much an open person. Yeah. Would you like to do something about that? Do you think that you need to regulate your openness better? Or you're happy with where you are? In this? No, I'm pretty happy because uh, I think we need to have that protective mechanism in ourselves. 
we can regulate, we can address that openness. I mean, I know people that are completely closed. They right. don't want to hear anything bad and, some, and that's not healthy. Why it's not healthy? What do you think? Why it's not good? You can never be completely protected from something outside. And something bad will hit you and will hit you hard. And you're not going to know how to act in that moment. Right. Okay. That's a very useful points and important points. I will just add to that that when being closed becomes a habit, we are not able to open to good experiences either. Yeah. When you close down, sometimes you're going that far that you are not able to express your feelings. For example, exactly. You are not able to express your feelings because that closing down goes in both direction. Not only yeah. that you close down from things from outside coming into you, but also things from inside you coming out. And that's very difficult, particularly difficult in terms of the, the relationships and, and so on. And we know that this is a problem with people who, by necessity, have to close down. Let's say soldiers who spend some time in a war zone. They're seeing all sorts of horrors that, thankfully, we are protected from most of the time, except uh, or we, we may see them on, in the TV, but not in the real life. But soldiers experience that firsthand. And they have to close down to protect themselves. Otherwise, they could break apart. But then when they come back, they find very difficult to open up to even pleasant or good or nice experiences, such as yeah. playing with their kids or something like that. So having that kind of conscious control, being able to regulate it openness consciously is really important. But before we get to there, how to open up and how to close down when we want to. Tell us a little bit more about why we should be open to, let's say, negative experiences that may not even have a direct impact on our lives, such as, let's say, in the news about a famine in remote parts of the world, or let's say some kind of... Um, environmental disasters, again, maybe okay. elsewhere, or wars that don't directly affect us and so on. Do you see any value, any reason why we should open to such experiences? Well, you need to know what is happening around you. You're not alone. You can never be an island. This is a world that consists of good and bad things. If you open only to good things, uh, good experiences, good news, you won't be able to cope with that bad experiences. Maybe that catastrophes and things like that will never happen to you, but something negative will, and you will not know how to cope with that. Yes, so that's one of the reasons, but there are also other reasons why it's important that we are, to some extent, open to negative experiences, such as that if we are not, we won't be able to do anything about that. You know, even if we are talking about, let's say, some kind of um, the earthquake in Japan or something like that, yeah. uh, which doesn't affect us directly, but we still very often actually can do something, maybe contribute to relief funds, something like that. And if we are not open to these things, we are kind of um, selfish in a way. 
because yeah. You, yeah. you close down to everything else and everybody else. And yet we live in a kind of a small world in a way that everything is interconnected. And even yeah. if we don't see a direct effect on certain things on us, they may have some effect and vice versa. Sometimes we will be in that situation when we are going through some kind of difficult times and would rely to some extent on understanding and perhaps help from people from the other part of the world. Although naturally we want to close to bad experiences and be open to good experiences, this doesn't work really well. This is another reason why we need to consciously control our openness. And various factors can play a part in that. So you may be more open to particular situation till you can see whether you can do something about that or not. And then if you see that nothing you can do about, you can close down more, close down to that particular experience. This also depends on your own state of mind, as you mentioned earlier. So for example, if you are not in good shape, you may have to protect yourself more and close to certain experiences would make it worse. You already mentioned that earlier on. Okay, but how do I open up? What do I do if I want consciously to be more open to a variety of experiences? How do I do that? What can help us open up? I'm avoiding prejudice and uh, pre-assumptions. Right. For example... Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like that. I'm pretty much open. Let's see how it goes. Well, if I don't like, I don't like it. I will know next time. Excellent. So if I ask you, Bobby, will you join me to go to an opera? How do you feel about that? Well, great. Great. You would great. like it? Great. I, I would like go to, to opera. Yeah, yeah. Great. But I had a problem with the ballet once. <laughs> with a ba- ballet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you're, not I open, you're not open to that that much. I didn't make that pre-assumptions. I'm not going to like it. Yeah. But I went with open mind, so I can say. But I didn't like it. Opera, on the other hand, I love opera. Well, at least at, at least you were open to go once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's good. How about food? Are you open to eat food from Mongolia? Mm, yeah. Yeah, I'm open to eat any food as long as I don't need to eat with my hands. So you need to use forks? <laughs> forks uh, or knives. Forks, yeah. knives, uh, bone or something like that. Okay. Yeah. How about eating insects? Uh, no. No, no, <laughs> no. I know, I know a guy. I know a guy, my friend. He visited Thailand and he ate some insects, around 24, 25 species of insects. And he asked me, would you try? I said, Categorically, no. <laughs> and why not? Why not? I mean, is it ah. about some kind of prejudice that you have? No, 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 no. It's just uh, make me sick. But it's why good. does it make you sick? You never tried before. How do you know? I don't know. I don't know. Like when they're alive, I, I have no problem to see insects or something like that. I really don't. <laughs> right. But okay. uh, to eat them is... I'm not going to push that point further, but I think... This is an example of how we all have limits to our openness. Of course, of course. (laughs) I think it's natural. For example, you have people who are afraid of heights or something like that, and you tell them, oh, be open, go bungee jumping or something like that. It's going to be hard. Maybe that experience will do more damage than be useful to them. 
Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because actually the exposure therapy is a very successful therapy for things like phobias, phobias of heights, for example, and so on. This is exactly what therapists ask people to do. To actually not necessarily bungee jumping because bungee jumping is not about heights, but about falling. Yeah, uh, but they, they would ask clients to imagine, first of all, being in high places and then to physically go to the top of the building or some kind of natural precipice and stand there. Because the thing is, when you run away from these things, you make it worse. Your phobia grows and that means that you get afraid at lower and lower heights. So you may be afraid of, let's say, 20 floor building, but you may end up being afraid and not being able to go to the third floor building if you yeah. don't confront that fear. So sometimes openness to things that we have those assumptions that you mentioned or prejudices or expectations that an experience will be bad, it's sometimes it's good to challenge them. No. There are more things that can help you open up. For me, two things that are really important. One thing is to stop thinking. If you want to be open to an experience, you have to reduce that internal chatter in your mind. So it's just focus really on the experience itself rather than thinking about something else or even thinking about that experience. Very often what people do when they're experiencing something amazing, they start thinking immediately how they will be talking about that to their friends or other people. They're thinking like, oh, oh, I can't wait to tell John how nice it was here and what I experienced here and things like that. But that actually removes them from the experience. Does this happen to you sometimes? Uh, rarely. Rarely. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's quite common with uh, some people. So... It's really important to minimize any chatter in your mind and just allow yourself to savor the experience. So that's one thing. The other thing that is very important is relaxing, being relaxed. Openness is proportional to the extent to which you're relaxed and closeness is proportional to the extent uh, you're tense. So the more you're relaxed, the more you will be open. Yeah. And relaxation, relaxing your muscles is in our control. There are other suggestions on our website, how to open up. But I think for me, these two are the most important things. Now, what about closing down? If somebody asks you, well, actually, I need to close down more. What would you suggest to them? <sighs> for me, it's easy. But uh, when you need to explain uh, maybe lower your expectations and I'm trying always to prepare mentally for the worst. I don't, I, I don't know how, how would I explain to someone. It is not easy to explain because ultimately regulating openness and closeness really verges with something that, that's not easy to put in words. You know, yeah. when I ask you, when you said, I'm open to that experience, who is open? What is open? What is actually opening up? Yeah. What is closing down? I'm not surprised that you find it difficult to explain. So I suggest if we want to close down, what we can do is just do the opposite. Turn upside down the, all the advice that we have given to our listeners on how to open up. So yeah. I mentioned um, earlier on that important things for opening up is to be relaxed. So if you want to close down to something, 
I wouldn't suggest to get tents because that is energy consuming, but you can imagine shutting down or, or having some kind of armor around you that close you down and protect you. Yeah, I'm uh, imagining that uh, like a castle around your mind. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, when you open up, uh, you are uh, opening your gate. Your castle. gates, right? And this yeah. is like. And when you want, to, yeah. And you want uh, when you want to close down, you you close the gate. Yeah, that's a very good metaphor. That that is something that very often comes up when people try to describe that process. The other quite effective way to close yourself is to have a tunnel vision. Tunnel vision is very often spontaneously used by commuters, for example. If you go to any major train or tube stations in London around the rush hour, when it's very busy and crowded, you see that everybody who is walking, uh, walking fast and just looking in front of themselves, they don't look up, no. down, left, right, just in front of themselves. And that's not an accident. The reason for that is to protect themselves from the overload of sensory information. So you just narrow your focus. Imagine having a camera and you zoom in to narrow the focus just on your the path in front of you. Again, the useful thing, if you want to close yourself down, is to employ thinking. When you want to close down in a particular situation, find something to think about to keep yourself in your head, to use that old metaphor that the head is more about thinking and the heart is more about experiencing. So do not allow that experience to go deep, to get into your heart, if you like. You create a barrier by the flow of your thoughts. And that's another useful tip for closing down. Okay, uh... I want to say something to our listeners uh, that when they visit personalsynthesis.com and go to read article about openness, they have good exercises over there. So I would suggest that they visit our website and take a look. Thank you, Bobby. I would like just to mention one of those exercises. Okay. The muscle of opening and closing needs to be exercised as any other muscle. So I suggest that our listeners who want to uh, make that muscle stronger practice the very last exercise uh, called openness control, where you open and close a few times in the same situation and monitor the effects. So it's really important to understand how the difference between openness and closeness feels. Once you recognize that, it will be much easier. You, you can then almost spontaneously open and close at will. Start with situations that do not involve others, because when others are involved, it becomes very complicated. Only when you feel more in control of disability, you can try the same in social situations. Of course, first on your own, then in social situations. That's right, yeah. Uh, Thank you, Nesh. I think this was very useful for our listeners. And if they uh, have any questions or any suggestions, they can write us on a website and uh, on the right. homepage and then scroll down at the bottom. You can uh, leave comments or ask any questions. Thank you, Nesh. It was Thank a you, pleasure Bobby. like always. See you soon. See you.